This episode is brought to you by Visit Williamsburg. In Williamsburg, Virginia, there's never too much of a good thing. Whether you're a foodie, a golfer, a history buff, a shopaholic, an outdoor enthusiast, or a thrill seeker, you'll find what you came for here and more. So ask yourself, what is it you want? Discover Williamsburg and plan your trip at visitwilliamsburg.com. This is Method Man of the Mighty Wu-Tang Clan. Chilling. Jalen and Jacoby, man. They gave these dudes a show. He is Jalen Rose. I'm David Jacoby. We are Jalen and Jacoby. What is it that we do? Boss up. And get the people. Oh, what what they want. Jalen Rose, I can smell it, I can feel it. The weather is changing, the NBA season will soon be upon us, and I'm so excited to see what happens with the Brooklyn Nets. We heard that Kevin Durant would play for the Nets if they fired the head coach Steve Nash and got rid of the general manager Sean Marks. Well, guess what? Kevin Durant, Sean Marks, and Steve Nash are still with the team, and here is what the latter had to say about that. We're fine, we're good. Ever since we talked, um, it's been like nothing's changed. So um, I have, you know, a long history with Kevin, and uh, you know, I love the guy. We, families have issues. We had a moment, and uh, it's behind us. We had a moment. It's behind us. What do you think, Jalen? First off, we need to start putting some respect on Steve Nash's name two-time MVP, great soccer player, great tennis game too, by the way, Jacoby, terrific athlete. Has a long relationship with KD, as he mentioned, that dates back to the days where they were both in Golden State together. So Steve Nash was basically hand-chosen by his former teammate, our former teammate, Sean Marks, who's done a terrific job as a general manager, getting KD, Kyrie, Harden, now Ben Simmons, to play in Brooklyn. So now when the team gets swept and KD's unhappy, you're not going to move him. So that becomes a fork in the road. Management sides with Marks and Nash, basically, by saying, A, we're not firing them, and B, we're not trading you. (laughs) And so, like Steve said, once we talked everything was good because before that it wasn't nothing to talk about we got swept he said he wanted to get traded it wasn't nothing to talk about but now that we know everybody's coming back i think those repairs will happen and again like i told you yesterday the nets are already in the conference finals kd's gonna be on a mission this year so is kyrie and so steve nash is gonna make sure that he's around to see this thing through. Kevin Durant told us yesterday, basically what he said, and I'm, and I'm paraphrasing, he was like, I wouldn't trade me either. You know what I mean? So it's like, yeah, of course you can make these claims. There are reports that Kevin Durant said, yeah, you need to fire Steve Nash if you go and play on the team. You can say that, that doesn't mean it's gonna happen. And now they're all on the same team. And as you mentioned, this roster is fantastic. Joe Harris comes back. Seth Curry, and then they signed Claxton. They brought in some very new pieces. One of those pieces is Markeith Morris, who had this to say about the situation. You break up with a girlfriend, you get back with her. Same <laughs> Same <laughs> Yeah, your differences until you figure it out. Yeah. Does it work? Yeah, I mean, broke up with my wife a couple times, we still married. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure his wife is not happy about that, but what do you think about his analogy there? He wasn't saying anything personal. Any relationship is going to deal with turbulence. That could be with your mate, your siblings, your kids, your coworkers, your teammates, your organization. So he wasn't giving away any trade secrets or pillow talk there. But the reality is true. Last season is behind them. And let me tell you one major reason why. The vaccine mandate has been lifted. So now Kyrie Irving is going to be eligible to play at home games. So therefore, those 27, 28 points that he was scoring half the time last year, he's going to be scoring 
all of the time this season. Absolutely. And like one thing that was important what Steve Nash said, he's like, we talked. We worked it out. Since we've talked, things are okay. There was some drama between DeAndre Aiden and the Suns this offseason that was settled with a signing, but you'd assume him and his head coach talked this offseason. Guess what? They did not. Here's DeAndre. How have you and Monty kind of been able to move I haven't on? Spoken on. This, you haven't no, spoken? I haven't spoken at all. Ever since the game. So not, not even, not even a... You hoping that changes here eventually soon? I'm here. You happy to be here? Yeah, I'm all right. Here's my question for you. Take us behind the curtain for those of us that did not play 13 years in the NBA. Is this normal? Do you really not talk to your head coach during the entire offseason from you losing game seven in the conference semis to media day preseason? They did not text. They did not talk. That is odd to me. Is that odd in general terms? So let me rewind the tape from the previous discussion. Didn't I tell you that when the Nets got swept, and when KD asked to be traded and Nash be fired and Sean Marks to get fired, there was nothing to talk about. Like, there's nothing to talk about. Like, we were the most disappointing team in the playoffs. We just covered the two most, we just covered the two most disappointing teams in last year's playoffs. The Nets and the Suns. So when you get bounced like the Suns get bounced, Ain't nothing to talk about, fam. Now, let me give you a teaching moment, though. This is for DeAndre Ayton. And if you watch me on Countdown, and if you watch me on Jalen and Jacoby, you clearly know that I have a pulse on what's happening with the Suns over these last couple of years. Even when I'm saying it way too early. So just let me tell you this. Here's how this actually works. This is on the player to seek out his head coach, especially after you get your new deal. Mm-hmm. See, here, here's a mistake that young people make so many times. Like you feel like you've done enough communicating or you've reached out enough or you've already shown that you're invested or your communication is there. No, this is something that evolves. That man is one of the best basketball minds in the NBA. One of the best coaches in the league, right? He's the thing. He's the reason that the Suns got turned around. Monty Williams is the reason. He's also the reason that they were able to bring in Chris Paul. He could have had the Lakers job and turned it down for this job. Okay? So now he becomes the head coach. He leads you to the finals. And DeAndre Ayton plays as well as he's played in his entire career. Last year, and they lose to the Bucks. Now, this year, you lose, and it's ugly. You end up on the bench. The numbers are bad. CP3's numbers are bad. Like, the, the Suns went out in flames. But if you're Ayton, Jacoby, if y'all not talking before you sign the deal, once you sign the deal, you got to pick up the phone. That's what I'm saying. You got to be like, first off, hey, hey, fir- hey, first off, coach, thanks for helping me get paid. See what see what has happened so many times, and, and, and Pat Riley called this the disease of me. Like, and it's not even just in sports. It's like as you help people ascend and you help influence them in different ways of their lives, at some point, sometimes they lose humility. And what and who helped them get there? And even if y'all talking about congratulating you for getting your new deal, that's a reason to talk. The second thing to talk is, hey coach, how can I get better? What do I need to do to be on the floor at the end of the season? Because I ended up on the bench in foul trouble and my numbers was crazy. Like that's on the player, Jacoby, to seek out the coach in that instance i believe based on training camp starting and now this report after aiden talked about it is public that they'll sit down and go out of eye but again 
It's up to the player in this case, in particular when you sign your deal, to seek out your coach. Seek out CP3. Seek out Devin Booker. Where y'all working out at? How can I be down? Like, that? that's what helps make the Phoenix Suns special. It's because they operate like a college team in a lot of ways. With the way that they you know, embody team away from the floor. So I'm expecting a big turnaround season for the Suns. And I'm expecting a big time season from DeAndre Ayton. It is one of those things where it's like, whether it's on the player or the coach, when you sign a four-year, $133 million deal, maybe you wanted a five-year deal with more money, but you're still getting paid $133 million to play basketball, you and your coach should probably acknowledge that via a very quick text, which did not happen between them. But we move from drama in Brooklyn to drama in Phoenix to drama in Los Angeles. We've all talked about Russell Westbrook this offseason, whether or not he should be traded, whether or not he will be traded, whether or not the Lakers want him to be on the team. Well, there was this exchange between him and Bill Plaschke that shed some light on that. Yeah, Russ, you said you've bought it, you're buying into the Lakers. Do you think the Lakers are buying into you? Do you think the Lakers want you here? I mean, um, whether that they want me here or not it doesn't really matter. Um, honestly, my job is to be a professional. I actually like this. He's like, you know what? None of that matters. My job is to play basketball and I get paid handsomely to do it. There's no problem between us. This is all about contracts. You, you want the contracts of your best players to be driving forces in your championship pursuit if you're the Lakers. And so now what's going to happen with Russ is we're not going to Fans and media are not going to appreciate last year's 18-7-7. Yes, he needs to work on his three-point shooting, and that probably won't change much. And yes, he needs to keep his turnovers down. But he's still a really productive veteran player and a future Hall of Famer. But now people are going to slander him in his name and game because of his salary. And... What I believe will eventually take place, Jacoby, and Russ may not like this, and it ain't a diss. I think to maximize their roster the way it is, he will be best suited as a reserve because LeBron is ball dominant. AD's going to be ball dominant. You bring in Patrick Beverly, he's a 39% three-point shooter as a lockdown defender, and you bring back Schroeder for speed. So for me, if you put Russ with the second unit, he could be ball dominant, flirting with his triple doubles, and still get a standing ovation when he get up off the bench. Yep. It'll be a mental manipulation for everybody involved. So I'm, I'm interested to see if that happens, and if so, when. Well, I'm interested to see what happens tomorrow night between the Dolphins and the Bengals. Another big Thursday night game. And Cheetah is already talking about one of his opponents. We'll tell you who that is and what he said right after this. You're watching Jalen and Jacoby. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE.
Coming to you live above the Heineken River Deck here in the Seaport, New York City. Welcome back to Jalen and Jacoby, Jalen Rose. We are just over 24 hours away from a great Thursday night football matchup between the Dolphins and the Bengals. And there's already some pettiness going back and forth. You know I love the pettiness. Let's listen to the Cheetah talk about one of his opponents. I can't wait to go against Eli Apple, man. I owe you, boy. I owe you. I'm here. The Cheetah is here. Well, Jesse Bates, the safety for the Bengals, responded, if somebody comes after Eli, he comes after all of us. I don't know if Eli got Tyreek Hill tickets to the Super Bowl last year or not. I think that's probably why he's a little upset. Jalen, I love the drama. I love the back and forth. I love this matchup. What do you think about this? So Eli Apple, while becoming a young veteran in a lot of ways, it's been, it's been turbulent. in in, in different instances and so with the Giants when you're a high draft pick and you don't necessarily quote unquote meet the expectations and then you end up a couple of teams later and each time it seems like there are periods during the NFL season where he's trending for the wrong reasons and a lot of the times it was because he was getting beat by the opponent's wide receivers however since he got to Cincinnati, he's been able to atone for a lot of things that happened earlier in his career, has played winning, contributing football, and was a part of a Bengals team that made the Super Bowl last year. So I give him credit for resurrecting his name and or his career. And therefore, he earned the right to talk his talk. Mm-hmm. And if he want to talk to Tyreek last year about getting them Super Bowl tickets, I ain't mad at that. But the beautiful thing about sports, we get play. to play each other again. Gotta play. You know what and I'm saying? That's the beauty of sports, and I can't wait to see it. On Thursday. Jalen, um, you remember P.J. Tucker won a championship with the Bucks, and then went to the Heat, and he's now with the Sixers, and James Harden went to the Nets and then got traded to the Sixers. Well... Here is what P.J. Tucker had to say about their journey, and it's pretty interesting. He said, honestly, me and James were trying to come here the year before. Huh. Jalen, what do you think about this? I think if you watch Jalen and Jacoby and Calm Down, you already know that I've said, man, instead of trading James Harden for Ben Simmons, if James Harden just plays out the season with the Nets and opts out, he now joins the Sixers. They keep Simmons and to PJ Tucker's point he's probably on the team also we knew when Daryl Morey got the job with the 76ers from Houston it was only a 3-2-1 where he was going to try to put together a lot of the players that he's familiar with in particular James Harden so I'm not surprised by that it worked out great these last couple of years for PJ because he's not only been a a, a contributing veteran to winning, but also played meaningful roles, in particular in winning a championship with the Bucks and helping the Heat have some success also. So Jalen, we are big fans of the Ball family here at Jalen and Jacoby, and there's great news for the Balls yesterday when LeAngelo Ball signed with the Hornets. However, bad news for the Balls, Lonzo Ball is going to have a second surgery. You remember last year when Ball and Caruso went down, so did the Bulls in the standings. How big a deal is it that Lonzo is going to need a second surgery because he can't run or jump without pain in his knee? Let's shout out the Ball parents because for so many years, it was speculated if three of their sons were going to be in the NBA. That's currently the case. Mm -hmm. That's currently the case. And along with the holidays and a couple of other brother combinations, that is phenomenal to have three players in the NBA all at the same time. Now, for Lonzo, it's an issue if he has a second surgery after already missing basically most of last season. And that just means that the Bulls won't get to their goals. I love that they re-signed Levine and what Vucevic can bring. And obviously, de- nobody stops DeMar DeRozan when he gets going. That's already 25 points. But they're going to need Lonzo Ball and- to go with Caruso in that backcourt and to not have him. That's really going to hamper what they're trying to do going forward. 
Jalen, you know that I really appreciate the defensive part of the game, and I appreciate playmaking and passing, and Lonzo Ball brings both of those to the table, and he developed a three-point shot. He was truly a great tool yep. and a great NBA player. We wish him a speedy recovery after the second surgery because there's four Ball brothers, Lonzo, Leangelo, Melo, and Jalen Anthony Rose who has been vying no for doubt. adoption Shout papers LeVar. from LeVar Ball for years now. We'll be right back after this very short break. You're watching Jalen and Jacoby. Thank you for watching Jalen and Jacoby on television, but the experience does not stop there. Make sure you subscribe and follow to the Jalen and Jacoby podcast where we talk about all the things they don't let us talk about on television. Welcome back to Jalen and Jacoby. Jalen, every single day we have this platform. What do we do? Acknowledge the fact that Brittany Griner is still wrongfully detained. 223 long days. We wish her a speedy, safe return to the United States. It is time for one of our signature segments. We have to decide if something is a soft move or boss move. Jalen, I got sucked into this Aaron Judge thing. For some reason, they, they suckered me into watching him and whether or not he's going to hit this home run. And I can't believe I spent my time watching the Blue Jays and the Yankees. And what happened? They walked this dude four times. They gave him like three pitches to hit the entire game. Look at these pitches. Not even close. So, soft move or boss move, not wanting to be the one to give up 61. So, those weren't like intentional walks. Like, no. a couple of those pitches were unhittable, high and away. But a couple of those were, you know, he got a couple. near the strike zone. He got a couple. I watched the game. He, he got a couple chose. of hits. Yeah, there's a reason why he's flirting with a triple crown. Like, he, he's really seeing the ball well. It is a soft move to walk him on purpose. But this ain't what we saw from, like, when Barry Bonds was chasing the home run record, and he was the best player in the game. So four walks, I'm not necessarily mad at it. Let's give him credit for having a good eye at the plate. So my gut, my heart wants to say this is a soft move, but I actually think it's a boss move because you know the pitchers in the clubhouse before they take the field look at each other and say, let's not be the one. Let's not be the one. And watching the game, he did get a few pitches to hit. They're like, we're not going to give it to you. This ain't batting practice. You got to earn it. So he had a couple of inside pitches in the strike zone, a couple of off-speed pitches that he could have hit. So he's going to have to earn it. But they've got about seven or eight more games, and I'm really rooting for him to get this because you know what else I want, Jalen Rose? I want to see him get paid. I want to see him get paid. No doubt. No question. Him and Lamar. Both of them, I want to see them get close to a billion as possible. <laughs> he said, as close to a billion as possible. I'm just trying to save $1,000 in my checking account. We'll be back tomorrow, ESPN 2 at 4 p.m. Thank you. Thank you. You are far too kind. We always say we get the people that want part of that is doing podcast exclusive content for our podcast listeners. There's a lot to get to, Jalen Rose, but I have a quick single dad update. What up, though? We have a conference call for this program at 7 in the morning. I missed it. Yup, yup. But not because I was taking care of the kids. Late, and So Quincy <laughs> knows that there's an empty spot in my bed, so he sneaks in in the middle of the night. Margo wakes up <laughs> at like 5. She sneaks in the bed. So there's three of us in there, snuggling, just family style. Love it. Love I slept it. until 7.30 a.m. Kids got to be dressed, late. fed at the bus stop at eight at 7.40. Kids need to be at the bus stop at 7.40. I ain't making that. <laughs> so I had to get clothes on, food in their belly, hair done, Lunch was made out the door and then show up to Cl to Chloe's school. No, you can't go in this entrance at this time. You got to go around the other way. Go around the other way. Security guard, big fan of Jalen and Jacoby, by the way. Security guards and TSA agents love Jalen and Jacoby.
No doubt. Drop off Chloe. Take Why a cab. You? In the cab, Quincy's like, oh, I had homework over the weekend. So he's doing his homework in the cab. Uh-oh. Drop off Margo Good and job. Quincy late to school. 9.15. They're supposed now. to be there at 8.30. I just, it's just bad dad. And then I had to call my wife. No, who just got off a red eye from L.A. I got off a white. You know, I got to call my wife and then... You gotta, I, you gotta be, you gotta be open and honest. I was like, I messed up this morning, Joey. Got the kids to school late, and she was just too tired to be mad. You know what I mean? She's off a red eye. She's just like, whatever. <laughs> I'm gonna take a nap. So that's my single dad update. Cause you know what? I did not, not a great stretch. Not a great couple days for single dad Jacoby. But I do want to stress my stress yesterday. My wife does this every single day, and bats a thousand. I have to handle it for three days, and I'm, I'm like, 3.33. You know what I mean? But what can you do? Still to be in the Hall of Fame. I don't think so. I ain't making the Hall of Fame. Batting 300 into the Hall of Fame, brother. Jalen, I'm going to take people behind what the curtain. Going? We do promos on the show for upcoming ESPN programs and events that happen. And there's a promo that we were supposed to do today that we didn't. For next 30 NBA preseason game between the Heat and the Nets. So a week from tomorrow, yeah. we got NBA action, my guy. Yeah. A week from tomorrow. Let's go. Let's when's go. Your first, when's your first NBA countdown day? I'm already angling to get my gear together. Got preseason countdown on October 6th. Another one on October 12th. So when you say angling to get your gear together, what do you mean by that? Well, it's going to be a long season and getting my looks for October together. As the season starts. So for me, that's going to probably be about 10 looks for countdown. I got to ask you something because I don't I don't really ask you for much because you've given me so much. But like, can <laughs> I just mutual. get last year's That's suits mutual. and I'll just get them refitted? Like, what do you do with the ones you had from last year? Like, I can't wear the Kwanzaa one. I understand so, that. But like, if you don't repeat them, where are they? Is there just a warehouse full of Jalen Rose clothes somewhere? So I'm not necessarily proud to say this out loud. Oh, no. But there are times when I'll wear a certain look and... It just draws so much attention that I can't really rock it again. For example, my Christmas Day look, the lime green suit, my rich fresh. Oh, like, no, I thought Christmas Day was the Kwanzaa, the Kwanzaa, the, the three stripes. Correct. That's the one I'm talking about. Oh, there's no so lime green So, for example... Involved. But but the point is, that's the only time I wore that suit. You can't wear that one again. It's a beautiful suit. You see Great what I suit. mean? But what what? See, here's what here's the problem. You just said my problem. That happens with a lot of my looks, where they become what? notable looks. I may take a picture in it. I may post it on IG. So then it's like. It looked like he just had that on yesterday. So what I'm doing a better job of is remixing the blazers to your point. So I'll rock something once and then I'll wear a different shirt, wear a different round neck, wear a different turtleneck, like flip the blazers better. That's something I'm gonna do in 2022, 23. Okay, so a, co- a couple things I want to talk to you about because, like, there's different levels to being a side piece, and Jalen and Jacoby is your side piece of a television show. But when you're talking <laughs> about what you're going to wear on October 6th, and I see you every day, and you're just wearing whatever, you know what I mean? Like, like, you're, you're NBA, like you're, there's a disparity between how you treat your wife and your side piece, but, like, the gap is too big with how you treat NBA countdown and how you treat Jalen and Jacoby. No, it's just a different audience. And this is what I talk to personalities about all of the time. This suit is set up, this show is set up to dress for the hip hop culture. The background, the topics, you and I's dynamic. We got off the phone yesterday 
and call 98580-JALEN and answer this question for me. Are Jalen and Jacoby the only people to still get off the phone with each other and say one? Yes, definitely. We say one every single time. (laughs) I don't know when it started. I don't even know when it started. But that's very much like 1998. You know what I mean? It's very 98 of us. I'm glad you said it out loud. We've never discussed this. So so, so this is one thing I love about the podcast exclusive. Jalen and I have never discussed that. But every time we get off the phone, we say one. It called 98580. I didn't think about it until yesterday. Yeah, I I didn't either. I don't know when it started or how it started. Does anyone else in the world say one as goodbye in 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 the since the year of our Lord 2000? Has anyone done that? Since Belly came out. Yes, since Belly came out. I'm glad you brought it up. I, you know what? I'm also, I'm also disappointed you brought it up because now I'm going to think about it. Because I was doing it without thinking it. So now, now that you brought it up. Me too. Oh, Me God. too. Oh, no. I'm never going to talk to the phone again. I can't I can't call you anymore. This is our last <laughs> phone conversation. We just had our last phone conversation. Just strictly text only. Strictly text only. And, and, and one and of my so, favorite things, and, when, when I say favorite, you know, you know I don't mean that. Uh, Jalen Rose, I've said it before in a pod, but if you, you know, I know you don't listen to every episode for 10 years. Jalen Rose will leave you a voicemail and then you call him back and he'll say, did you listen to my voicemail? And I'm like, no, it's, 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 it, I'm, I'm in my forties. I stopped doing that in like when I was 20 and then he'll say, listen to my voicemail and then call me back. <laughs> it's one of the most annoying Correct. Things. Because, because if, if, if you're downloading stuff to somebody especially if it's not written down and I have like four or five different bullets of things that I'm trying to tell you, that's the reason why I'm calling you and not texting you anyway. If, if, if it was only like one thing, I would just text it to you. But since it's like four or five things, I'm like, you know what? I'm about to call them real quick. And so, so I don't forget, I leave it on the voicemail. Now, when you call me back, a lot of times, I don't have four or five other calls. I'm on to other stuff. I, I already checked that box, so to speak. So now I I can't regurgitate what I just told you because I already checked that box in my mind. Okay. And so let me bring something else up too about fashion and on this show. So for a countdown, that's a show that requires blazers and cardigans and sweaters and, you know, like a, a more of a, a upscale look based on what everybody else is wearing. And on that show, everybody else is wearing a shirt, a blazer, and a tie, mm-hmm. literally. So now I can't just show up and have on a hoodie, you know what I mean? Because... That's just not the fashion choice of the show. That's my upscale show. This is my hip hop show. One of our colleagues that I care about and cares about me pulled me aside one day at the office, the studio, and said that I need to dress better around the office. That I need that, that <laughs> like people notice, and that I need to try harder. And do you know where that? Do you know where that advice went? <laughs> In my right Where? ear, out my left ear. <laughs> right, but let me let me tell you battles that we fight, and everybody needs to fight in corporate America. That's why it's important for young people to be conscious of your appearance, your fashion choices, where you get tattoos, what you post on social media. Facts. Like Facts. all of these things are you're being judged by before you ever say a word. And I was doing NBA Today, and I had on these cold fear of God pants and this cold fear of God hoodie. And Malika had on a dress, and everybody else, I believe, had on blazers, but not necessarily ties. And for them, just subconsciously, when I show up, it's like they think that they're quote-unquote more dressed up than me. And I'm looking at them like my outfit costs more than all y'all's put together. You know what I'm saying? But the money, the money <laughs> I'm, don't matter. I'm not go- you know what well, I mean? Well, no, but, well, well let, let, me, let me tell you what does matter. What matters, though, is 
the, 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 some people care about fashion and some people don't. So you got to know if I'm showing up rocking something, like it got to be a little more to it. Mm -hmm. It ain't just, oh, it ain't just a, a, a black pro club hoodie. You see what I'm saying? It's, yeah, it, it's yeah, a difference. It, it, yeah. And, and, and I, it, it's a difference and you know it. And let me just tell you this. I want to springboard that conversation into when Jalen Rose was the first multimedia person in sports wearing hoodies under his blazer. And I remember telling Jacoby for weeks and weeks and weeks, because he was like, why you keep wearing turtlenecks and hoodies under your blazer? I'm like, I'm owning this look. Like, I'm owning this look. And I remember people thinking like, that looked crazy, why is he doing it? But here's what people didn't peep, that you and I peep. There's a dress hoodie, and then there's a, a sport hoodie. And what I learned, and Jacoby and I talked about this, is people didn't realize I was wearing a blazer with a dress hoodie under it. And Jacoby and I would sit back and laugh watching people wear blazers with sweat shirt hoodies. Yeah, like a like a champion it. hood, like a champion hoodie, like that thick, like <laughs> like that thick sort of like sweat absorption. They call it a sweatshirt for a reason. Like Jalen's wearing the like the knit cashmere, you know what I mean, thin hoodie under the blazer. It, it is about the details and the fabrics. And, and um, you know, one thing I will say is, I this is an important lesson for everybody, right? This has nothing to do with being on TV or, or anything. This is about any professional situation or any even personal situation. Some of the most honest advice you can get is from someone who's about to leave your life, right? So I was working with this gentleman who was older than me, more established than me, and I was early in my 20s. I was probably about 24, 25. And I said to him, because he was leaving the company, and those exit interviews are important because you can get some honest, real talk because they don't need to, to play the politics game with you anymore. And I asked this man, I said, do you have any advice for me, you know, moving forward? And I respected him. And again, you get these exit interviews, you get honest answers. And he said to me, he was like, Perception is reality. He's like, you're coming to work with the oversized jeans, the sneakers and the t-shirt, and people are gonna perceive you as not, he didn't use these words, but like not upwardly mobile. You know what I mean? Like people are gonna perceive you as sort of like not taking it serious, not taking yourself serious, trying to be too cool. It's like perception is reality. So you should work on that and try to change that. And much like our colleague who told me to dress up better, it just went in my one ear and went out the other. That's all. <laughs> but the underlying, the underlying well, sentiment is true. Perception is reality in a certain, in a certain, in a, to a certain degree. What, what, what? The bottom line is this: if you want somebody to give you a check, all of us have to conform in one way or another. Facts. That that's just how it goes. Your your the things that you say. The things that you wear, your appearance, how you behave, your body language, like all of these are things that um, support you having opportunities or can deny you from having opportunities. And in a lot of cases, you don't even know why you didn't get the opportunity or the job or the scholarship because of things that have nothing to do with how your interview went. And so here's an experiment I like to tell people who feel like I want to dress how I want to dress or I want to speak how I want to speak. If you was about to go into your dream job interview, would you wear it? Would you say it? That, that, that's what you ask yourself. Are, are you mm. going to go to your dream job interview with a do-rag on? No, I'm not. No. I'm not. I'm not going to be able to do it. Am I going to go in with um, talking all loud and using my outdoor voice? No, I'm not. You know, you see what I'm saying? Like, so, so, so perception, unfortunately for all of us is reality because people are always judging what we say and do and who we hang around and who they hang around. And, and so... The, 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 
like I said, like I always say, you can, you can get as many tattoos as you want. But once you start getting them on your neck and your face, you better be the CEO or extremely talented at what you do to where you can't be denied. Mm -hmm. Because that's just not going to necessarily be something that's quote unquote accepted in mainstream and corporate America. And, and I remember being a collegiate athlete and people thought I was a thug because I had a chest tattoo. Just think about that. A chest tattoo with a panther that said boss. Had that in well, college. They treat me like I, I'm Scarface. I thought you were a thug for other reasons when you were in college. <laughs> 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 but we all love well, you. Well, probably true. Probably we true. We all love you. There's probably a, true. Probably it's true. like we, th this society has been so polarizing over the last decade for so many different reasons that we don't have to get into. But like, there was two sides of the fence in the Fab Five. Like, there was no gray area. No doubt. The Fab Five was binary. No doubt. You were either in love with the Fab no Five and obsessed with the Fab Five, or you hated the Fab Five. And I was definitely in love with the Fab Five. And I don't want to get into it too much. I don't like complimenting you. But thank you so much for your contribution to the culture, especially during that thank period you, of time. We got time for a call. And I want to thank you for your contributions to the culture. I, I, I know it ain't easy. Thank you, brother. <laughs> Call 9580-JALEN and you can make your contribution to this program. 9580-JALEN. Stop the pod right now. Call 9580-JALEN. Be part of the show just like this caller. Hey, Jalen and Jacoby. Shout out Reg the Ledge. This is Robert from Anaheim, California. Uh, Longtime listener. Uh, appreciate you guys. So calling with a travel-related question for you, uh, my wife, is a flight attendant and she now works uh, in the office for an airline and we have a lot of family and friends in the airline industry so fortunate enough to do our uh, fair share of travel um, but my question is what are some of your guys travel pet peeves I know Jalen you hate it when people are using the first class restrooms when they're not sitting up there um, but for me a couple <laughs> of them are just people playing something on their phone out loud whether it's in the in the actual flight or uh, just sitting there waiting at the gate and they're playing a video or facetime it's it's 2022 we, we know you have headphones they sell them at the airport and nobody wants to listen to that and then my other one is just when people overall are just being rude or disrespectful to anybody you know flight staff whether it's flight attendants or gate agents uh, but those are my two but wanted to see uh, what you guys thought and uh, appreciate you. Keep giving the people what they want. So, I mean, I could talk about this for hours. Absolute hours and hours and hours. Big shout to you, Rob. Big shout to Anaheim. Big shout to your wife. Flight attendants taking care of people. Number one, he hit the he hit the number one, which is I'm sure both of us is people being rude to gate agents and flight attendants. Like they're doing everything they possibly can to help you. I understand you're frustrated. People get frustrated when their travel plans go wrong, and you are frustrated. But they're trying to help you. So you yelling at them or being rude to them or being short to them, they are trying to help you. Your frustration is not this human being's fault. It is, it is a larger situation than them. They're trying to help you. Being rude is my number one. A couple of things that I'm gonna get to. This happened to me on my last flight, coming from the cruise. There's a guy, like three rows behind me, right? And I've got the three kids and the wife. And he rushes past me to exit the plane before me. And I'm like, my dude, there's there's an unspoken rule here. The 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 board that we deplane in order of your row. If you're in row one, row one clears, and then row two clears, and then row three clears. We like like if you have if you have a, a transfer that you're late for, then you can say excuse me, I'm so sorry, I'm late for this transfer. Can I please go past? But people rushing from behind me to exit the plane before me really make me upset. And a second one I have, Miss Rose, is this. You know you're in group three. You're in group three. You are group three. Don't stand next to the boarding area. Don't, like, you are group three. Wait for group three. We're all getting on the plane. They're not gonna leave without you. You know what I mean? Like you're getting on the plane. If you are group three, stand to the side and let groups one and two go first. Uh, <laughs> I love this show so much. Uh, I love you so much. You're hilarious, Jacoby. And so I'll give some different ones. 
Jacoby gave awesome ones. I'll just give some different ones. And you're right. I hate going through almost like the the the, the bumper cars past people to try to get on the plane. Like, like why are you standing right here blocking it? Producer you know Tusk I mean? got in my but ears I'll and said, Jalen just learned there was a group three. <laughs> He's never been a group three in his life. <laughs> He's like, group three? So I'll give about? a couple of more. Jalen boards, Jalen boards with the newborn babies in the military. <laughs> That's what Jalen boards. <laughs> I wanted the first people on. I walk up. I mean, make sure they, hey, how y'all doing? Say hi to everybody. Like, By the time the boarding? podcast listeners so get, are on the plane, Jalen's on his second beverage. No doubt. No question. I'm right on the plane. So I'll give you a couple of pet peeves. Number one, you know you just soiled the bathroom. And all of us need to use this same toilet. Why are you leaving out of the bathroom either not flushing it or with feces everywhere? Oh no, oh, oh no, oh no, 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 no. That's one of mine. Oh, oh, Jalen, something I'm not proud of, something I'm not proud of that I have to admit, and I know you love the poop topics. I have taken toilet paper and used my hand to clean streaks in the toilet so I don't leave anything behind. And then vigorously washed. Vigorously washed. Correct, correct, correct. No doubt. I do that too. I clean up after myself too. Yeah. I totally agree. That's the point. Number one. That's one. Don't 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 soil the bathroom and act like you didn't do it. We just all watched you walk in there. Everybody just watched you walk in there. Especially if you come in from the second or third cabin that I just learned exists. <laughs> and you walk all cabin. the way up here and now you want to do that to the bathroom? So that's one. A second one is. Leave the flight attendants alone. Leave them alone. Like, we 35 feet in the air. We 35,000 feet in the air. You know what? They want this thing to land safely, too. They don't want any conflicts as well. And so if they don't have, if they don't properly give you exactly what you order, like, it's not a time for you to just, like, just just blow up on the flight attendant. I don't like people that do that. You there's no more chicken available. Like they get, well, the time they got to you, there's no more yeah. chicken available. If there was more chicken, Correct. she would give you the chicken. You know, sorry. It's only yeah. the beef stroganoff. She's gonna hurt your feelings. She ain't got yeah. extra chicken. It's not personal. Yeah. It's just the beef right. stroganoff is all right. it's It ain't her fault that the internet didn't work. It ain't yeah. her fault or his fault that the internet don't work. You know what I mean? Like they want it to work too. They want to text people and use it too. You know what I'm saying? That's the other. And I'll give you one more. Last but certainly not least is don't put your feet on my chair. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. I got you. In the, in the back, when you move forward a little bit. and Well, a couple things, Jay. Yeah, yeah. I- so so there's, a, there's two sides to this one I want to ask you this, and we're about to run out of time, but I, I, this is important to me. Some people think it's rude to move your seat back. I disagree. The seat is – I've been given the functionality to be a little bit more comfortable – I'm going to move the seat back. You're not sitting forward in your seat. I'm not really in your space. Is it rude to move your seat back? I know you've never flown economy except in, in, in emergencies. But is it rude to move your seat back? I say no. So let me tell you a tall man travel trick that I learned a long time ago. You got to move them knees out the way, dog. Because when they lean that seat back and they pop them knees, it's your fault. You know, there's well, many times I've been sitting behind people and they let the seat back and it crushed my knees. Well, and I wanted you to get mad at them, but it's my fault. Podcast listeners don't know because they tell me all the time in the street that I'm tall too. And my legs are so long. I'm sure this happened to you too. My legs are so long that I've touched the feet of the person in front of me before. You know what I mean? Like I stretch out my legs and I'm like, oh <laughs> yeah. wait, am I playing footsie with the person in front of me right now? Because <laughs> they're sitting there normal. That, that, that one is crazy. And, uh, Man. And I got one more travel trick. If you can pull it off, always sit by the window. No. Be the person that disturbs the other people in your role, not the other way around. No, no, what no, no. What do you no. mean, no? I'll only, I'll if only. If I have to get up and go to the bathroom, no, I disagree. I don't, no, I don't like, I don't like. Jalen. No, I'll only. I don't want to be in a window because I don't like climbing over people when I have to use the bathroom. You know what I mean? I don't like climbing over people when I have to use the bathroom. No, thank well, you. Well, well, you got to learn. I want to teach you something. It ain't climbing when you say excuse me and they got to get up. I don't like that. 
I don't like that. That's why you like get that. the window. Because there's, gotta there's get certain the times, gotta get there's certain the times where I cannot urinate for like 12 hours. And there's certain times I have to urinate 12 times in one hour. And sometimes if I'm on a plane, that happens. And, and uh, 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 Yeah, here's, here's, I'd here's, rather be the person saying excuse me, not getting asked excuse me. So here's our strategy when we fly. And shout out to Robert for this call, because I can, like I said, I can do this for 90 minutes. When we fly, we get, we have, there's five of us, and there's three three seats per row. We, we fly economy, Mr. Rose. I don't know if you're familiar with this. It's, it's the, the cabin behind you. And we fill up one row with three, and then we buy the aisle in the window and put put a stranger in the middle seat between us, and then, <laughs> and then just and then just bother them for the whole for the whole trip. Soft mover, boss mover, should we go go one full row and then aisle middle? I think it's uh one full row aisle middle. No, we're leaving that. No, stranger, stranger danger. Strangers in the middle. Strangers in the middle. Sorry. Sorry for you. <laughs> you, should have, you should have bought your ticket earlier and planned your seat better. Thank you so much for the call, Robert. Like I said, big shout to you in Anaheim. Big shout to your wife, who's a flight attendant. And also, Jalen, one thing I can tell pretty quick is the, the caucasity of our callers. Robert looks like me. He doesn't look like you. I can tell. I can tell. <laughs> I love that word. Between my late mother... Who I miss and love so much, Jeannie Rose putting Jalen in the lexicon. You putting Caucasity into the I lexicon. Both I, need to be honored by Wikipedia. I think it's kind of like ball don't lie. Like, I don't think I made up Caucasity. Like, I'm sure I bit it from someone else, but I don't know where the source is, so I, so I can't even say it. But I'll, I'll popularize it, but I can't act like I came up with that one. I did come up with Flopportunity. I did come up with Stretch Mark 4. You know what I mean? I put some things out there. Check, check, those ones check. are those ones are mine. But check. Cassidy, I probably NFT got from like a media takeout headline or something. You know what I mean? NFT for the Nets. That's yours too. Yep, that's mine too. We'll be back tomorrow with another dope pod step two. Why is that, Jalen Anthony Rose? We're not done. We're not done. We are not done. Got to give the beat.